You are now entering the Brightness. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello, you're on the Bright Side with Kevin and Jason, your weekly comedy about tragedy. I am your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm your other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, 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 whoop. Whoop, whoop. Jason T. Gaffney in the house. People who actually are like that in real life, though, piss me off. I like to make fun of them, which is why I keep doing it. But like in reality, when I, I've I've had people come up to me and do that, and I've been like, "Nope, bye." Uh, <laughs> that's why I can't I, handle it. I can't. I don't like that either. People who make that sound with their mouth—that's awful. Uh, that's why I walk around with an actual air horn. <laughs> the worst sound for me ever, though, is when people. You know what a plosive is? Yeah. Yes. It's like a. P- yeah. P- like big sounds like that but of course i do yeah and to me plosives if they're over articulated nothing makes me want to punch a person more like that to me and it's because of my hearing like when it's because i can suddenly hear it better and i'm like if i can hear an s better than i normally can hear it i Uh get mad because i'm like that doesn't sound right what annoys me when people are talking is um when they over enunciate the interior consonants of words. I I had a manager one time who would not say bottle. He would only say bottle. No. Yeah. No. Nope. It, it was you're so fired. And weird. You're fired. And, fired yeah. that manager. You're fired, <laughs> sir. You're fired. <laughs> I thought originally you were gonna say what annoys me when people talk is when they talk. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> secondarily. <laughs> If they would stop talking to me, that would go a long way to fixing the problem. That's true. <laughs> I won't hear bottle. Uh, I also, this is such a, a small pet peeve of mine in films. If someone says, I'm going to go to the bathroom, but it's written as I'm going to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. I fucking hate it if they say, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Nobody speaks like that. And if you're going to speak like that, it has to be for a fucking reason. It has to be like, I'm going to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and when I get back, I'm going to kick your ass. That's <laughs> fine. That is a well-read line. But if you're like, I'm going to go to the bathroom, it's like, all right, and what, why don't you stop at Pride and Prejudice along the way, you fucking pompous asshole? I have that problem so much much i'm sure you do too if you have sides that you're doing an audition for and it's oh like, yeah what are we going to do yeah or something you're like what do i do what am i going to do in this situation like because that's never how i would ever say it i change it to how i say it yeah because it it sounds more natural it's, it's, the goal of film is to be natural mm-hmm. the goal of stage is to be larger than life so on stage saying i'm going to go to the bathroom is more acceptable because you're a heightened character. But in film, it's all about reality, right? I yeah, sure. I'm just here. I'm just here for the lesson. <laughs> I don't know. Take <laughs> this bottle. <laughs> <laughs> shove it up your ass. <laughs> ass. A <laughs> uh, sound. Sorry, listeners. I didn't mean to subject you to such torture. Yeah. We can get that sentence that is most annoying to both of us, and that's pretty much it. I'm going to take this bottle Uh, and shove it up your ass, please. Please. (laughs) 
<laughs> I love that you're very cordial when you're going to get violent. <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm. Uh, yes. I'm a very polite uh, abuser. It's true. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, what's going on? Shall we get to the show? Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to talk about a very brief bright spot, if I can. Love it. This week, it's probably no big surprise to a lot of people that the bright spot is vaccines. All right. Two different companies. Yeah. Two different companies, Pfizer and Moderna, have announced the results of vaccine trials that they've been doing for COVID. And both of them are around 95% effective so far. So amazing. And it's all down the road, of course. It's still not, you know, widely available. But it is a brief moment of hope that this is going to be over, that we can get back to something like normal again. Uh, And that's why it's the bright spot right now, even though it's a little far off. They were announced this week. So vaccines are, of course, just a part of the herd immunity we need to get to so that we can put the pandemic behind us. But they are an important part. So that those were announced this week, it made it our bright spot. And I'm looking forward to getting one (laughs) as soon as possible. Same. I'm like, for all the people out there that are like, I don't want one, I'm like, Fine, you stay over there. I'm getting myself a vaccine, and then I'm gonna go live in a little cave and wait for everyone else to be heard herd immune. <laughs> yeah, everyone who is saying I don't want the vaccine are the same people who think that the uh, disease doesn't exist. So I know. I let's get let's just get them all in a room together. <laughs> <laughs> They've already okay. done that. They'll pretty much. T- I know they do. Do do that. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. Just let them live. What do you call a room full of anti-vaxxers who believe COVID is a hoax and aren't wearing masks? A future funeral. A Trump rally. Oh. And... <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they do actually do that. <laughs> but uh, that is our bright spot this week. And we're just hoping we're crossing our fingers and looking forward to the day when that's widely available. Yes. Uh, and uh, we can get back to it. You know, if I'm going to make it rain vaccines. I'm going to like literally make it. <laughs> I just heard what you said. And let's I mean, go. coming. I was about to say coming to Sherman Oaks. <laughs> that's all. I haven't stopped coming. <laughs> <laughs> Here is a bottle for you <laughs> for when you come. <laughs> oh, my God. Please. We're months into the pandemic. I need the sparklets bottle at this point. <laughs> Here's some Gatorade for some electrolytes. <laughs> we'll see you in a few months. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's what I have for the bright spot. Shall we talk about what we're going to talk about? Yes. All right. Disclosure for those sensitive listeners. It's a dark one this week. All right. We're kind of veering back towards our normal programming. Morbidity. That's good. Morbidity. Uh, so. Okay, fantastic. So let's jump in, shall we? Uh, we shall. I'm not one of those sensitive listeners. I, I relish this shit. So. I am a sensitive listener, and I'm the one who wrote this shit. Oh, good. So you're talking. Just don't listen to yourself. There you go. <laughs> I never do. I give great <laughs> advice to everyone else, but not to myself. It's so funny. I never listen to you either. Oh. Go ahead. Missouri. Oh, no. I Can we stop? <laughs> <laughs> 1980s. Oh, God. Okay. Serial killers. Fuck. Okay. Well, we're talking about that famous serial killer case in Missouri in the 80s. That's right. I finally got one. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to talk about the infamous and perhaps oldest known serial killer couple ever, Faye Della Copeland and Ray Copeland. A couple? Yeah. So, like, soulmates, really? They're like 
Skullmates. Oh, Skullmates. That's good. Well, let's go back to the beginning, shall mm-hmm. we? Mm-hmm. Ray was born in Oklahoma in 1914. Well, that was his first mistake. Yes. The Great Depression hit his family hard, and before long, he jumped into a life of crime. Okay. His first crime was stealing two pigs from his father and selling them to another farmer in another town. Wow. He's a pig rustler already. He's a pig wrestler who stole from his dad. His own father. Well, I mean, you know, if you're going to steal from anybody, you usually start with stealing from the people nearest you. His dad didn't press charges, but that actually... Maybe that's not a blessing. (laughs) It may have been the wrong move, and yes. (laughs) I have an inkling of where this is going, so maybe he should have been put in jail early? I don't know. know. So after that success of the pig stealing and and everything, he's like, I'm going to keep Stealing livestock, there's no repercussions, and I got money. Uh, they said crime doesn't pay, but I have money. Yeah. I'm going to go to the pig house, and I'm going to go to the other farmer with said pigs, and I'm going to take this bottle and fill it with coins. <laughs> He's speaking really, really well for someone who probably never learned to read. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> Hi, Ma. Hi, Pa. Hi, brother. Hi, sister. I think it was a lot more like, I'm going to get this pig. I'm going to sell it for some money. (laughs) So after stealing livestock was proving fruitful, he decided to upgrade his crime spree to writing fraudulent checks. That's a jump. Yeah. All right. There's just, it's 1914. Well, it's probably 1920 by now, but it's, you know, there's just not, well, 1920, he's a six-year-old check kiter probably not so it's whatever 1930 <laughs> and um oh it's the great depression sorry i'm on board i'm listening to you it's 1930 something <laughs> so eventually he'd got caught doing this right he got caught writing the fake checks okay because like it's literally a fucking paper trail like that's like prison like criminal 101 leave no paper trail ever don't be a fucking moron but i doubt he used his own name or whatever did he or he did no he he used his own name because he's a fucking idiot okay yeah that's so yeah all right he got caught right just learning okay i mean look (laughs) i mean I think you should take another approach to this, all right? You're very judgmental about him right now, okay? He's going to become a prolific serial killer, okay? These are just (laughs) the first little baby steps into crime. I think you should respect that a little better. Everybody has a learning process, okay? I respect nothing of Ray. (laughs) Ray is the worst of humanity. Well, wait till we meet his lovely wife. (laughs) So Ray got sentenced to a year in jail. And that was in, like, 1939. So he gets out of jail. And it's the end of the Great Depression. That's a good time to be in jail if you have to be. Yeah, I guess so. They're like, oh, it was bad when I got in there, but now it's, uh, we're riding the high hog. It's the. (laughs) You ain't riding no high hog. You stole it. I stole that hog. (laughs) It's gone. Also, what is a fucking high hog? Is it just a pig that you got stoned? Like, no, it's a pig so large you can ride it. Really? I have no fucking idea. What do I look like? The high hog guy? I mean, you're the one that brought it up. I'm a, just a piggy boy, sure. <laughs> I love pigs. They're so cute. Their noses are so cute. I literally... Matt took me to meet pigs. He took me to meet little piglets, and I got to hold a pig in my hand. 
And I'm not even joking when I told you that, like, I could live happily for the rest of my life just lying in a room filled with pigs that come over and, and hang out with me. Jason Gaffney, come <laughs> come back. Come back to where you are. <laughs> you can't live in pig heaven. Okay. It's been you're a doing, hard year. You're doing a show right now. We are performing right now. Get back, get back on board. <laughs> Did you know there's a fucking island in the Bahamas filled with pigs that you can swim with? Like I have this mapped out. I have my when I'm done, when I'm retiring, I'm gonna live with pigs. <laughs> I desperately want that for you. I do. <laughs> I think everyone desperately I'm Imagine the videos. I cried when I met the pigs. <laughs> so, you know, the pigs that Ray stole, you know what happened. Oh, I'm, I'm well aware. This is another reason I hate Ray. Ray's an asshole. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. I just wanted to remind you that we're talking about Ray now. <laughs> anyway, Ray got out of prison. Real fun to talk about that. So he gets out of prison. <laughs> Okay. And he meets the uh, love of his life, Faye. Oh, exciting. By the way, Ray and Faye sounds like a really fucked up like country duo. Well, I mean, it was after, I'm not sure when King Kong came out exactly, but I'm sure that they got a lot of just playful ribbing for being named <sighs> Faye Ray. You did the research, I'm not sure, but that's probably what pushed them over the edge into their killing spree. <laughs> it's possible. We'll get there. Yeah. Call me <laughs> Faye Ray one more fucking time. <laughs> so they got married within six months of meeting each other, and then they had a bunch of kids. Okay. They're like, let's have a bunch of babies. It seems fast, but it's the 1940s where life expectancy was, you know, 55. So you had, you know, you had to kind of have a fire under you. Let's see. Let's do math. 1914 to 1940. How old is he now? 26? Yeah. Yeah. He's 26. So he's 26. He's basically an old fucking man at this point. <laughs> he's middle-aged. Exactly. <laughs> he's He's... At death's door. I got so. more behind me than I got in front of me. <laughs> he does have a lot of junk in his trunk. Oh, I don't God. know this to be true. I'm actually assuming he has a flat ass. He is a white man. Wow. So Ouch. Okay. Most white men do not have junk in their trunk. Okay. that's uh, uh, you, you have done an exhaustive uh, survey. I do check out booties on the regular. It's anecdotal, not scientific, but... It's, you know, exhaustive. Yeah. Well, and I will say this. I'll be talking with Matt and we'll be somewhere and I'll be like, oh my God, Matt, that person has no ass. How do they sit? And he'll be like, why are you staring at their ass? And I'll be like, Matt, look, there's no ass on that person. It is shocking. It's literally like they're a plank of wood. And you just don't answer his question at all. <laughs> no, he knows why I look at asses. He knows that I've got an ass fetish. So. Okay. <laughs> cool. He's fine with it. Oh, good. Well, I would hope so. Yeah. No, that's something you need to know ahead of time before marriage. Yes. I, I told him. So, Ray. <laughs> I told him physically. <laughs> so, it seems like Ray and Faye were going to try to be on the up and up, right? They're like having babies and they're doing their thing, right? I mean, they could have if they'd made better choices. So, but because of his reputation of being like a pig stealer and a fraudulent check person, his family was forced to move around because like everyone's like, you're a criminal, criminal. I don't want to do business with you, you criminal. Sure. Criminal. Fuck you, criminal. Are they staying in Oklahoma? This is when they like moved to Missouri. They're like, I guess we're going to Missouri. See, I was going to suggest they do that. Because, you know, if you're known as a pig stealer with no ass, you want to... 
move. Yeah. So <laughs> it didn't help because everyone knew him there too. I mean, like there's like five people in the Midwest at this point. Like, what do you want from them? That's a good point. So they move, right? And like yeah. the people around him didn't like him because they, it was rumored that he was abusive to his wife and kids. Mm. But the wife and kids were like, he didn't hit me. And I'm like, based on what I've read, I think he might have. Oh, boy. So he's just making friends across the country. <laughs> he's just walking with his peg legs and non-ass. And... <laughs> peg legs? When did that come? Was he a pirate? What's happening? I don't know. I just feel like Ray needs to get a little more inspiration. <laughs> oh, he needs to do leg day. He's That's his. That's the basic problem. He skipped leg day every yeah, week. If you do squats, your butt will be more bubbly and everybody wins. Do it for Jason. Well, you also win too. If you have a good glutes and you, you're able to walk better and you have more strength and you're less likely to have illnesses, it's a win, win, win. That's a fun new treatment for disease. Do squats. I'm not saying it'll cure COVID, all right? I'm not a fucking anti-vaxxer. I'm just saying that you, you will but get less... But I'm not less... saying it won't. <laughs> I'm just saying if we all squat a little more, the world would be a better fucking place, all right? Okay. More squats, more pigs, everybody wins. <laughs> again, again, you really do have a very specific worldview. Very. very I just specific. like... You're very niche. <laughs> I don't think it's unreasonable to want some pet pigs and to have be surrounded by bubble butts. I just don't think this is an unreasonable request in this fucking world that we live on. No, probably not. But I mean, like, like <laughs> the only thing that separates you from a serial killer is the degree to which you're willing to make the world look like that. <laughs> Why would I kill someone with a bubble butt? I, I want more know. of them. No, no, you'd kill everyone who doesn't have them. <laughs> no, I'm not going to kill them. I'm just going to encourage them to do squats. I'm saying that's what separates you from a serial killer, but it's a oh. fine line. It's a fine, <laughs> fine line. Here's the point. Ray <laughs> decided to keep on criming because okay. he's like, nobody likes me and I'm an abusive jerk. Right. And, and he saw an inspirational poster and he misread it because he was illiterate. <laughs> Ah, no, he did not. It was not a keep on climbing fucking poster. And he thought it was keep on climbing. That's amazing. (laughs) That's the worst thing ever. I love it. Honey, I got a sign today. (laughs) What is it, Ray? It's going to be a life of crime for us. You illiterate fuck that says keep on climbing if i knew what illiterate meant i'd kick your ass (laughs) so he ended up in jail again a bunch of times because he kept climbing and everyone kept catching him because he's fucking moron okay you have to admire his you know grit though he's, he's getting trying to get better at something he's not very good at all right it reaches a point though where it's like just don't just just stop criming (laughs) if you do this you're going to go to jail and you know what they do with bottles in jail (laughs) maybe that's why he went (laughs) he's like i hate my wife and i miss my husband maybe he wouldn't do that special bottle thing he likes so much honey it's just it's called pegging (laughs) (laughs) oh you know that word You're all illiterate when it comes to fucking the word climbing, but pegging, you know what that fucking Uh means. All right, bend over. (laughs) I'm a good wife.
See, they, you know, they work good for each other. I can tell. (laughs) Basically, at this point, he keeps sending him to jail. He gets out of jail. And no one wants to accept a check from him because he's a fraud. So he can't buy or sell livestock anymore, which he needs to do as a farmer, right? Oh, that's his day job? (laughs) Yeah, he's a farmer. (laughs) Okay. And so he decides to steal shit and then ends up in jail again. He's like, well, no one would accept my check. And everyone's like, because you don't have any fucking money, you idiot. And he's like, well, that's because no one will buy my stuff. And it's like, because you keep selling stolen goods. So it's a lot. He's a lot. He should have moved very far away. Anyway. I see. No, he's 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 kind of a mess. He's he came up mess. with a brilliant idea oh. his last time that he was in jail. He's okay. like, I'm going to find a bunch of hobos and wanderers that are drifting, and I'm going to hire them. Mm-hmm. And after he hired them to be farmhands, in quotes, he would take them to the cattle store and have them use shitty bad checks to buy cattle. Okay. Once he had them, then they would sell them super quickly for a profit. He'd give the hobo drifter person uh, some money, and then they would move on and leave. And he'd be like, well, it wasn't me that did it. It was the hobo. I'm not the criminal. Oh, I see. But the authorities were able to find enough of the hobos to gather enough evidence of their latest scam and arrest and put Rory back in jail. That is not an easy task. Have you ever tried to gather hobos in a room? <laughs> Just blow a train whistle and they come running. They come running, but as soon as they don't see a train, they like scatter. It's They go <laughs> so fast. So he's in jail again, right? And Ray's like, all right, I need to figure out how to make my scam better. I need to find a way to make the men disappear completely. <laughs> the problem was not my plan or my criming. <laughs> the problem was I left the hobos alive. That's the problem. He saw another poster oh, next man. to his keep on climbing poster. Right. That said, you're killing it. And then he was like, <laughs> here we go. Okay. I, you know, the, the sergeant at the police station who... Who put those up meant well, so let's not be too harsh, okay? Even though it had such terrible consequences. <laughs> so in the 80s, mm-hmm. he kept hiring people, mm-hmm. and he brought them to the local post office where they would get a P.O. box and then be able to write checks in their own names. He's like, we're going to do this right. It's going to be right. your checks. So he's in his 60s now. Yes. So this is all just gravy time for him because he expected to die like 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, he's like, I've already exceeded life expectancy. I'm pissed off. I lived this many years without an ass. Yeah, he's just mad. Yeah, Yeah. so I I love that the problem is not that the plan was wrong. It was that the hobos (laughs) were alive to be found to to blame him. I like it. I can see him on court. Damn it, hobo Jim. You were supposed to go out of town. (laughs) That's the whole thing with hobos. That's like your whole thing. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's, a, that's what a hobo is otherwise you're a fucking resident okay? well hobos are like tornadoes you don't know they're gonna go one way and then suddenly they reverse course and you're yeah. like damn it i thought we were clear it is a massive undertaking to like track down all those hobos i want to know where the original name hobo came from it just seems so arbitrary it's just like it came from the uh well if you really uh, it's a homeless but... body no 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 it's um there had a big hub in Hoboken, New Jersey. And that would be where like the trains would leave from the from the East Coast constantly. And it's it's all these people from the in the East were like looking to go west and they were hobos. Like Okies, but they were from Hoboken. It, all right. 
I feel like this isn't really true, but it feels really like it could be true. That's is this the, real? That's the thing. Yeah, that's that's what the term hobos comes from. I'm going to I'm going to believe you, but if you're wrong and lying to me, I'm going to be really sad. I'm going to have to go away and look at some pictures of pigs and bubble butts. It's not that I'm lying, it's that <laughs> I made it up. <laughs> Damn it, Kevin. <laughs> but it does sound plausible, doesn't it? I have to call my therapist. Maybe I made it up and it's true. This is why I have trust issues. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a pause while Jason looks at some pig pictures and calls his therapist. How are you feeling better? Yes, and the pigs are adorable and everyone should have a pet pig that can just nuzzle up against them when they're a little flat now. Good. Oh, I took... when they push against you. They're very strong with their nose and they push against you and I'm like, oh, hello. Oh, no. How did I invite this again? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I took the time to recognize that I should stop lying to you. <laughs> good, good. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, all right. Oh, so crap. I, I, that was a lie. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn it. I got to call my therapist again. No, no. <laughs> Not this fucking time. <laughs> getting expensive in here <laughs> <All right. laughs> <Every> emergency call <laughs> go ahead what the, what the fuck's happening with these hobos and ray all right well the re- so basically he's getting all these hobo people to get checks and stuff and, and he, he tells them basically you know the reason it has to be your check even though i'm your boss is because auctioneers these auctioneers don't like me for some stupid reason mm-hmm. and so they won't let me buy the cattle mm-hmm. and it's like and these people are like oh yeah sure stranger i've never met i'm going to take your word that everyone in town hates you because they're all assholes, and it's not you. Sounds good. I've um, never had checks before. Checks are fancy. They just not a lot of chances to bank when you're riding the rails. So, all right. They'd go to the auction. They'd get the cattle, right? Sure. After they'd get the cattle, Ray and the victim would go back to Ray's farm, and Ray would shoot them with a twenty two caliber Marlin rifle. Mm-hmm. What would they do then? They would die. They, 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 they would both die? No. Oh, no, the victim. The victim would die. Would die. Okay. So this would go on for a while, and Ray would kill Dennis K. Murphy on October 17th of 1986, mm-hmm. Wayne Warner on November 19th of 1986, oh. Jimmy Dale Harvey on October 25th, 1988, mm-hmm. John W. Freeman on December in December of 1988, and Paul J. Cowart, either the 3rd or 4th of May in 1989. Okay. So anytime he needed a steer. Yeah. He's like... Hey, hobo man. And the hobo man's like, howdy, farmer. (laughs) I think if you're approached by someone saying, hey, hobo man, (laughs) I feel like your first response is it'll be $20. (laughs) If you want to come inside, it's going to be 50. What's the safe word? (laughs) Railroad. (laughs) Railroad. Railroad. (laughs) All right. There's reason to believe that Ray killed up to 12 different men and that Faye would help him with this. Quote from OnlyInYourState.com. Quote, Faye had kept records of the farmhands and 12 of them were X'd out. (gasps) Oh, God. She is also known for making a quilt out of all of the victims' clothing. Holy shit. We have not (laughs) spent enough time with Faye. Well, during this time, they would end up hiring 57-year-old Jack McCormick, Mm -hmm. who would stumble upon their criming spree. Okay. 
he's working the land, right? He's actually being a farmhand. They'd hire them for a little bit, have them work, and then they'd like go get the cow and Just then they kill him. Just to get a right? account. Yeah. Yeah. So he's working the land and he came upon one of the dead men in the ground. He's like, this person is a person that I've found. Yeah. I don't think that's going to grow nothing. <laughs> it might be good fertilizer. But it's weird for seed. Yeah. Ray noticed that Jack was acting a bit weird, right? Because Jack's like, I found a dead body and it's not normal. And it's weird to not think that that's normal. So Ray tried to kill Jack. Sure. Well, sure. But Jack got away. Okay. How? On a Uh, railroad car. Yeah, he's like, woo, woo, I got away. (laughs) He, He smacked Ray with the bindle and ran. So Jack went safely away from the farm, then called the Crime Stoppers hotline and no, reported the crime. He did? He called yep. the Crime Stoppers? Did he did he call Dare too? <laughs> Dare to stay out of serial killers land. <laughs> yes. So quote from Wiki, quote Police were initially skeptical of the claims, but after checking Ray's criminal record, they decided to investigate further. In October 1989, they visited the Copeland farm, armed with a search warrant, dozens of officers, and a team of bloodhounds. Initially, they did not find any incriminating evidence, but after further searching, the bodies of three young men were discovered in a nearby barn. As the search continued, more bodies were found, all killed with the same weapon, a 22 caliber Marlin rifle that was later found in the Copeland home. Whoa. Well, that's a, that's, it's not smoking. But that gun, that's the gun. That's so pretty good. Both... I, I love that, that like their second round of searching included the barn. They didn't go there for, like, <laughs> search all this property. We'll leave the barn till later. Yeah. So both Ray and Faye would be arrested and tried for murder of these men. Faye. Ray. <laughs> Faye pled innocent due to the fact that she was being a dutiful wife and had no say in the matter. And she also claimed that he beat her. He didn't beat her into making a quilt of their overalls, okay? Oshkosh, but nuh-uh. <laughs> so she would still be convicted of murder, however, mm-hmm. and uh, would be sentenced to death by injection. That's a lot. Ray would learn of his wife's sentence because his trial was after hers, and he would say without showing any emotion, quote, Well, those things happen to some, you know. <sighs> <laughs> which actually you know we all gotta go sometimes some of us get killed in a barn with a 22 caliber rifle and some of us get sentenced to death by injection you know it's uh it's one of those things <laughs> i just want to point out though this gives her claim to that she was a beaten spouse yeah. more credibility because he's like without emotion he's just like yep it is what it is sucks for her nobody can convict me yeah You can't convict someone with no ass. It's a law in Missouri. (laughs) I'm disabled. No. So he tried to plead insanity, right? Okay. But the prosecutor refused to let him get away with that. They're like, you weren't crazy. You're not crazy. Fuck you. Yeah. So he gave up going after insanity. (laughs) Well, because the prosecutor said no. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, fine. You're right. I'm not crazy. I killed him. I'm I'm, I'm crazy. I can't be be held responsible. I'm crazy. You're not crazy. Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> so he then tried for a plea deal, and the prosecutor was like, fuck you. A plea deal for what? Like, you have no information other than you killed a bunch of people that I want. A plea deal. So, what, are you going to give me the big fish? <laughs> There was someone else. Yeah. It was the pig. It's the governor of Missouri. <laughs> it was the poster maker. God. So he got sentenced to death by injection as well. Think about it. Think about it. Who wants hobos dead, huh? It's the railroads. It's the railroads. <laughs> 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 the railroad made me do it. Yeah, so that uh, that didn't work. So he gets sentenced to death by injection. Oh, good. Okay. And they would go on record as being the oldest couple ever to be sentenced to death. Oh, how that's nice. You know, they were together for so long, and then they, they died the same way. They broke that glass ceiling for old people. <laughs> Congratulations, you guys. <laughs> They're real trailblazers here. They shattered that ceiling. It's nice to see our senior citizens, you know, <laughs> still having these milestone moments. Reaching new heights. It's heartwarming. Well, until it's until it's heart-stopping. Go ahead. <laughs> Neither would end up dying by execution, however. Oh, they were so old. <laughs> yeah, but they were in their 70s by now. They died of old age. <laughs> Ray would die of natural causes in 1993 on death row. Yes, if you're beaten to death by another prisoner, that's natural to die. Yes. <laughs> Faye would appeal, and on August 6th of 1999, Judge Smith overturned the death sentence and said, you know what? I'm not going to sentence you to death. You're old. Just live and then die. Mm -hmm. He kept the convictions and said she had to stay in jail until she died. You got to wonder if that feels like good, you know? <laughs> I mean, like, like if you're on death row, but your other option is you're going to die in jail. Like, what would you choose? I think I'd say, you know, just kill me. Yeah, I don't know. I, you could make the argument that like, oh, put me back in the regular jail and then maybe with good behavior, I'll get out for my like last year yeah, of life. Yeah, but not or when something. you were 70 or whatever, 70, 80, you know. So anyway, in 2002, Faye would have a stroke, which took away her ability to speak and paralyze part of her body. The part that she sewed with, fortunately, <laughs> and made little lists with. Quote from Wiki, quote, in September 2002, Governor Bob Holden authorized a medical parole for Faye, fulfilling her one wish that she did not die in prison. Aww. She was paroled to a nursing home in her hometown where she died of natural causes at the age of 82. Okay. Which is wild because I'm like, the white privilege is showing. Because if yes, she was is. not white, I don't think she would have been let out. <laughs> but also at the, at the same time, I don't know about that. I, I don't know. But, you know, at, at a certain point, like, you have a vested interest as the state, like, not to pay for this person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anymore who's just going to be needing medical care completely until they die. And it's no danger oh. to anyone. You know? Yeah, that so makes sense. I feel like a lot of the medical releases that basically I want you off of my my responsibility list now and you are, you know, so infirm that you can't be a threat to anybody anymore. Yeah, you're not going to kill anyone. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Hey, what is the bright side? Well, I I learned so much about hobos and 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 the hobo banking system. So I don't know. I you know I feel enlightened. So one of my bright sides is that we got to talk about pigs and bubble butts today. Oh my god! It had nothing to do with the story. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> it's still a fucking bright side. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> no, it's valid. Totally valid. I have to go talk to my therapist. <laughs> so first, they were eventually caught and stopped from killing more people. Like, they sure. would have kept doing this, right? Yeah, totally. It also showed the stop crime hotline can sometimes be used to actually stop crimes. Um, say it right. Crime stoppers. Okay. Oh, well, I don't remember that hotline at all. Is it still a thing? I'm livid. Livid. Why are you livid? Because you're so young. You don't remember Crime Stoppers. I Is it still a thing? We're 40-something minutes into this, and we hadn't gotten <laughs> to the point where you called me old yet, or I felt old because of you, yet. I didn't call anyone old, that, except for him. I feel old, because you don't know what Crime Stoppers are. <laughs> That's on you. <laughs> I feel like this is something you need to talk to your therapist while holding I a pig. I am a white man and I have fragile feelings, okay? <laughs> Another bright side is at least five of the missing men would be found so their families could know what happened to them. Mm-hmm. So it sucks. I mean, it's, it's kind of dark, but like at the same time, kinda. if I was missing a family member and then it suddenly, like, suddenly there was closure... That's sure, good. Sure, absolutely. I would, if if a family member of mine went missing and I later learned they were killed by a serial killer, I would need to have someone bring me a pig for comfort. I would need an emotional support pig. <laughs> so are you, kind of, are you kind of wishing that'll happen? <laughs> I don't know where you are right now emotionally. <laughs> concerned. I just need an emotional support pig regardless. All right, I I'm, just need... I'm worried for your loved ones. <laughs> so fun fact this is pigs. the fine line hold on this is the fine line i was fucking talking about because you could conceivably kill someone in your family <laughs> make them disappear and then get an emotional support pig out of it no i don't want i just want an emotional support pig i'm not going to kill someone to get it i'm going to get one we all know i'm getting a big um <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is if if somebody has to die for that to happen, then I'm okay with it. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> pigs make this high pitched noise that I can't hear, so I'm perfect to live with pigs. <laughs> Let's ask your husband about that. He's fine. He can wear earplugs. <laughs> oh, that's great. Finally. It's like literally I was destined to be the pig king. Oh my god. Are you going to have like a coterie of tattooed boys as well? What does that mean? Did you see the Tiger King? Oh, yes. Yeah, he keeps yes. you know, marrying, you know, fucking hillbillies with, oh, love it. I feel like I'm more of a Carol Baskin. Oh, so you're going to. No, I not. I guess I'm not her because I'm not going to kill my husband. I love my husband. I don't want him dead. I no. want him to be alive for the rest of my life. Right. But like, I'm more of a Carol Baskin in the sense that like. I'm not going to bring a bunch of young men to my property and give them a bunch of meth so that they lose all their teeth and then shoot themselves. No, that's more my style. I feel like I'm not really either of them, to be honest. I feel like I'm my own special person. That's good. Person. That's good, Jason. That's, that's, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> they are bad. Hey, all you pigs and piglets. Oh, no. No, no. Move on. No. I'm sorry. Fucking kibosh on that. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any more bright sides? No? Great. Goodbye. <laughs> Honestly, pigs are God's gift to this earth. 
my God. No, literally. Are there any more bright sides that you know about that are not pig related? And take that pig out of our Zoom conversation. Stop it. It's a little stuffed pig that I have that sits on my desk that my husband gave me. And it says, I love you. Why does it have dog tags? It's a pig. Oh, that's, uh, they're, they're just dog tags that my mom left. They're, they don't have anything on it. But if I ever need a prop of dog tags, then I have them. But it's a pig. Pigs can serve because pigs are people too. <laughs> pigs can be served, okay? Bacon. All right. No, do not serve a piggy to me. <laughs> I will knock that tree on the ground. I don't care if you're just working here. <laughs> okay. All right. So we're not going to talk about cured meats anymore. We are going to talk about uh, offline listeners. You and I can talk about Jason needing a cure. <laughs> I don't need a cure. I have a bubble butt and I will have a pig someday. I'll be fine. I am literal perfection. I'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you for this, Jason. Oh, my God. Uh, our hearts go out to all of the victims. And um... <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. There was no conviction in that. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Um <laughs> And we'll see see you all next week. For Thanksgiving. Oh, yes, for our special, very special after-school Thanksgiving special. Okay. Bye. Bye. Here, piggy, 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 piggy. Come live with me. You'll be a king. We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at BrightSideKNJ and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website www.TheBrightSideWithKevinAndJason.com Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on The, the Bright, bright Side! side.